excited. We're going to start. It starts at 5.30. It is now 5.32. Welcome to Mental Health Awareness Talk. I am your host. Thank you for listening. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, I am the owner and founder of All for One and One for All Incorporated, where we seek to be the bridge between the community and equitable education for all children and youth. This platform is definitely extended to even more, obviously, um, than just the children and youth. We deal also with the community, and we wanted to add a mental health aspect to what we provide to the community. So I'm so excited, and if everyone could just briefly uh, say who you are and what you do. That is the first step to deliverance. 
and that is the first step to breakthrough with uh, mental illness or even just having an issue um, or any type of adversity that you face is admitting uh, that I have, you have, someone has an issue. Is acceptance. You don't have to accept the state that you're in, but accepting the fact that, okay, I have this issue, I need help, or I need to seek help, or something of that nature. And so I honestly, I just, I wanted to cry a little bit, but I had to, you know, kind of be hard still. But inside, inside my spirit, man, um, I was um, leaping almost for joy because that man was willing to um, admit that he had a problem. Um, he wasn't, you know, in custody or anything like that, but and he wasn't, you know, arrested or anything of that nature, but um, he said that out of his own mouth. And so we want to discuss today what does mental health look like? And I um, uh, urge or beseech this conversation by starting it off with acceptance or admission. I think that it starts with you admitting that you may have an issue, or even if you don't, um, just I being able to identify who you are as an individual, your own baseline, you're right? So we, we can always point out things in other people. But I believe when we start to see ourselves, that's when the real revelation happens. <laughs> and I know I'm talking for myself, but I, I believe it's universal, right? I really believe that once we see ourselves in the mirror, and even Michael Jackson sung it, I'm standing in the man in the mirror, and I, I don't know all the lyrics, but I'm hoping to change my ways or whatever he said of that nature. So let's talk about it, y'all. Let's go. Acceptance, admittance. And whatever else that comes to your mind in relate to what mental health looks like to you. Let's go. All right, I will first come from the scripture. So I went to, uh, let me see where I'm at, I'm in Luke chapter 8, and so sometimes we hear about this, this is the man that's on the Pontiac, sometimes we hear about the man um, that was in the cemetery, so however you may have heard of the story or not, it's in the chapter, it's in the book of Luke, right at verse, um, chapter 8, right at verse 26, I will go on for the whole week, 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 but the thing was, is Jesus comes into contact with this man, and, and so he steps onto the land, he steps into First thing he, Jesus notices this man is possessed with demons, right? And so he asks him his name. And so when you're talking about admitted, um, he replies to Jesus saying, my name is Legion, for there are many with me. And so I have to understand and believe that this was not his government name, right? <laughs> Legion was not his government name. So what he was in a sense doing was admitting that, hey, my name is Legion. I'm, I'm, I'm giving you the, I'm giving you my name. Actually, I'm giving you the name of my issue, right? So we don't know how long he's been dealing with this, but all he knows is that he has been, he has been uh, possessed by these demons, and there's many that are with him. So at this point, he really doesn't know who he is. You know, at this point, Jesus is like, okay, which one am I talking to? And so again, um, that shows right there in the Bible that people can be stricken with demons, they can be possessed. Um, this can go with the schizophrenia, all these other names, the clinical names that you want to call upon it. It's right here in the Bible. And so when we see Jesus saying, listen, what is your name? He's calling, not the name. He didn't say the government name. His government name could have been Peter Smith or whatever it was. But he said, he said legion for many demons have entered and so Jesus saw this, this herd of pigs, and so um, the, the pigs were actually begging Jesus, um, like, okay, the pigs were not saying this, but the demons were like, look, Jesus, don't, don't just, you know, you got to give us some place to go. Even the demons recognized who Jesus was. So here you go. You got a man. You got demons. You got pigs. Look at all this stuff that's got things going on. The pigs got one thing going on. Demons got one thing going on. Legion got one thing going on. And Jesus has the power to handle all of it, right? But it's all about who you come in contact with. So again, coming from the Christian perspective, you can admit that thing. If, if prayer is going to be your thing, you can admit that thing to Jesus. Jesus can give you the help that you need. So 
know Jesus cast the demons into the pigs and the pigs go over. Now people get mad because hey, the Jews is like, listen, I don't eat the pig, I don't eat the swine, but listen, you just cut it to my coin. So now the Jews got an issue. But what I'm trying to say is sometimes, again, I'm coming from the Christian perspective, sometimes if we don't talk to the right people. Some people want to keep us medicated, right? Some people want to keep us bound to our issues because it's making money for them, right? It's making, mental health is making money for people. They want to put us, again, I'm not saying, some of us do need some medication, some of us do need some time in a padded room, but some of us do need some time on a couch, some of us do need some of those things, but what I'm saying is, if you talk to the right person, if you get the right counselor, if you get in the presence of the right person who's going to be able to get to the root of the demons and get root to what you're which you're really dealing with, then you can get to the right thing. You can you can free yourself of all that. So listen, at the end of the story, <laughs> this is what I love about the story, is that the next time Jesus encounters him or, or after he delivers him, this man was now dressed in his right mind, right? He was no longer cut, trying to cut himself. He was no longer, you know, in this in this in this state that he could not handle it, right? So again, if you get yourself in the right presence with the right people, again, that will not manipulate and take advantage of your situation. So that's why some people don't want to admit to their problems. They don't want to admit to their pain. They don't want to admit to it because they say, "Are you really gonna? Can I really trust you with my pain? Can I really trust you with my issue? Can I really trust you with this? Because are you just trying to put me on some medication?" Are you just trying to uh, build my insurance? Whatever the case may be, there's just there's just that platform that people just are not trusting to admit their problem, right? We just don't want to admit. It. Like you said, you can just admit that I got a problem. We get so far away from, hi, my name is Keisha, and I have this problem. Hi, my name is so-and-so, and I have this problem. But here we are again in the text that you present so And listen, he wasn't going to look for Jesus. Jesus came to him. So sometimes you just got to be in the right position to receive and accept your healing. But when the question is posed, what's your name or what's your issue, be honest and be open. And then you'll be able to receive. And then you'll be found. seated, clothed, and in your right mind. Wow. My mama. Seated and clothed and dressed from the teeth, from head to toe. Come on, let's talk about it, Miss Yvonne. And also, I just want to um, give a little disclaimer. Um, this is an open, free space, but it also is a safe space. Nothing you say will be used against you or anything like that. Whatever you want to share, feel free to raise your hand if you would like to talk as well.
the individual um, realizes his or her own ability and they can cope with the normal stresses of life. They can work productively and is able to contribute still to community, to the community. And so I also want to talk about how when people say that they are okay, but they're really not okay. What is that? Is that mental strength? Is that mental toughness? Or, I mean, what do you say or think about that? Well, I think it goes back again to, you know, can I trust you with what I'm going to say? You know, number one, especially, you know, this all the time, pre pandemic when we work, we're just even now when we're going to ask each other, or, you know, how you doing? I'm good. Because again, number one, people are not stopping to to really hear your response, right? Mm. It's just a kind of, like, hey, how you doing? I'm good. Or, you know, it's probably better to know what all the other cliches, crazy cliches that we have. Again, because nobody's really stopping. Um, to really, to really hear. So I just went literally at this web on a drive-through, and the lady was just like, "Hi, are you?" And I'm just like, "No, no, no. How are you? You know, you hold it down this whole pandemic. You hold down this restaurant. You've been working." She's just like, she just was astounded that I was even talking to her to even ask how she's doing. I'm good. I'm good. I'm about to have my food. I'm good. But how are you doing? I just don't think that we, because no, we don't think that nobody's actually stopped and listened to us. You know, again, there's that, and then there's the shame of what we're going through. Because we are in this dispensation of everything has to be perfect. Social media on everything, we put filters on everything. We, you know, we got to be at the perfect body, the perfect this, perfect situation. And so we really need to figure out who am I? We figure out who we are and not who we do. Because the Bible said, "What do you do?" Even like tonight, you said, "What are your introductions?" We go right into what we do. Oh, wait. 
whatever. And they all were either siding with the male, with the husband, or they they tried to um, maybe classify or categorize how I even saw marriage, saying, and I'll never forget it, um, saying, do you think this is supposed to be spiritual? Well, how does that help me? Because I was, I'll be honest, I was young when I first got married. I was very young. So my view of marriage and all these different things was already kind of skewed because of the, what I saw in my home. They were functioning and dysfunctioning. Say it like that. And I was like, how in the world is, you know, mama still going to work when she do this? So how in the world is daddy, or my stepdad at the time, but I did call her dad. How in the world is she doing this or doing that? And then it comes back. So it was very unstable. A lot of aspects was unstable, but then there were certain things that were still, that never changed, like work ethic or getting money, you know, or keeping a roof over your head. It's just, and you mentioned it, so how can we start to chisel through those things? How can we um, go about starting to trust people with our pain, starting a fresh, starting a new, doing a whole new, and actually I already to another counselor here, and it was almost the same thing. <laughs> I would be dead honest with you. And I said, what in the world? Is it something wrong with me, or am I just happen to get counseled at all sides with the husband because of the old traditional, um, you know, thought of it? What do you say about that? I know it's kind of a loaded question. Yeah, but it's like, and it goes back to being from the perspective of the right person. Like, when you have even you have to be Christian counselors are not giving, uh, you know, sound advice. Are so in a place of maybe they because you don't understand that right? Seek divorce. Okay, well, what what sin does God really like? You know, what sin does He like? You know, so so sometimes we get into a place where we're just not in the to be served by the right person. You know, a good counselor, but that person the same. Like, if you know a good therapist. Um, and then sometimes it's, it's about your village. You know, again, sometimes we can leave one person, step out on faith, and maybe that person might be. So I just say start with one person. You've got a best friend that you know that you have a Facebook friend. <laughs>
but they don't never say anything is what happens when the encourager needs encouragement that's like a whole nother topic a whole you know a whole nother um right a whole nother show because you touched on it just a tad bit like hey we we pray or we give or you know people are giving their time people volunteer people do all these different things and even even when you think about your job and say if you feel like you get it unnoticed you know a lot of times i feel like that like what i'm doing is not getting the acknowledgement or whatever or even the accolades that it needs and obviously you know the word if you are a believer you you know okay do not store up your treasures uh on earth but store them up in heaven and um how god is a rewarder of them who diligently seek him and we give all these scriptures but you still be feeling like okay when is it going to be my time you know and so that is a whole nother topic but i will say like you said it was someone that you know is willing to listen and they are going to take out the time for you and um yeah miss siobhan you're back did you have anything Yeah. 
sometimes can get us in trouble. They say, you know, be able to words and things like that. But I feel like if we talk more about things such as mental health, um, then the chains will be broken. Those 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 spiritual chains and whatever that has a person bound, they may not call it spiritual, but if that's what it is, it's spiritual as well as natural. So thank you for mentioning that crisis group. And yeah, anybody got anything else before we close out? <laughs> Hello everyone. Feel free to um, chime in if you like. So if we don't have anything else, this has been an amazing, amazing talk about what mental health looks like. So right, I can have the best picture, I can have the the most money, um, but honestly, you can never really tell what mental uh, what when a person is in a good mental state. They could be here today and have a better suicide tomorrow. So let's. Um, Look out for each other. Get a crisis crew. I love that. See, I got some from you now. <laughs> Minister Keisha got the uh, crisis counseling. And Miss Siobhan, she said, have a crisis crew. I love that. Oh, my goodness. And so um, if we could, I just want to share a couple of resources with you all. Definitely, we have a hotline number at 978-599-6486. We are standing by at Alpha One and One for All Incorporated, waiting to just pray with you and give you some words of encouragement. You can also go to my website at judithbaron.com, and I also have further resources um, for the community where you can just click on and it send you directly to there, to that link that you're looking for, that resource. Also, um, go to cdc.gov slash mental health. Also, um, Military One Source, that's a 24-hour hotline number you can call and get resources if you are a dependent or active duty or veteran um 1-800-342-9647 definitely definitely call that number and get the help that you need um and also feel free to reach out to your local pastor or get connected with a church home or if you are a military member get connected with your um military chaplain okay and if there's nothing else, I would like to um, first, is there any announcements? Anybody have anything going on in events that they want to put out there? Okay, I don't hear anything. So if I can get Minister Keisha Moore to pray us out, that would be awesome. Okay, our hearts and our minds, and I would just thank you, God, for the today, oh God, that you have made. And be glad in God. We thank you for this great day, Lord. Thank you, God. There are a few, God, of your humble servants, oh God, that care about the mental capacity of your people, oh God. So we just thank you, God, for what we learned, what we have been able to connect with today. We thank you, oh God, that you are in showing us, oh God, who our Christ is, oh God, who we can trust, who we can depend upon, oh God. Who may not just give them a, a give us their opinions, oh God, but give us the word, give us prayer, and give us resources. Pray right now, God, that you, God, would blind us from our eyes, oh God, that we would not just get caught up, oh God, in our own feelings, oh God, our pain and war, our feelings, oh God. But we thank you, God, that healing is available, healing is possible, pain can end, oh God, as soon as we just admit, oh God, that there's a problem, oh God. Healing process in our minds, in our hearts, in our bodies. Oh God, we thank you, God, that there's something you can teach us, oh God, that we don't have to pray it away, oh God. We teach my people in our pathway, oh God, so we can have holistic healing, oh God, in the name of Jesus. So we thank you right now, God. This platform begins to grow, oh God. We thank you, God, for our sister, oh God, who is holding this thing, holding this thing down, oh God. We thank you, God, for this panel. We thank you, God, for all of the sacrifices we have to go through to be here today, oh God. We thank you, God, for those that are in the room and whatever they may be dealing with, oh God, or whatever they're, they're whoever they're connected with, oh God, may be dealing with, oh God. We pray in the name of Jesus. We speak to the minds tonight, oh God, in the name of Jesus. Let this mind be in you that was also in Christ Jesus. We thank you, God, that we're not going to fall into pieces, oh God. We want to give us peace, oh God, that we're surpass all of our understanding, oh God. So we thank you tonight, oh God, for this fresh start, oh God, that we, can, that we can say, oh God, that it's okay not to be okay. And I thank you, God, for all of us who take our capes off right now. We take all of that armor off right now, oh God, and we just stand in your presence, oh God, and say,
and maybe he's not directing us directly, oh God, we thank you, God, that we will go tell somebody else. Because we know at least one person that's struggling. They're struggling in their silence, oh God. So we pray right now, God, that we, oh God, and it don't take much because Jesus gives prayers, and we know that one had was on a different assignment. We thank you, God, and it don't take much. So I pray, oh God, that we will use this platform, oh God, for good and for healing and for safety and for the Thank you. 
Bye. 